0: What's so interesting about exile? Well, I'm kind of glad you asked. Um, Exile is a a state of being, a state of our condition, that I think the church in America, but really all around the world, but we sense it acutely here in America. This is where I think we find ourselves today. We're no longer what we once were in terms of our status and our position within the culture, and we're trying to figure out, who we are and what our identity is. And this series, which unpacks some of that contemporary situation we find ourselves in, is is important for a couple of reasons, And, and these reasons I'd like to talk with you about in the next few minutes. The first reason is the church needs to find, this is the church in general, needs to find a new way to engage with culture. Now some of the strategies that we've used in the past I think you can give the names give the names accommodation domination and fortification. What do I mean by those those ideas? What I mean by fortification is the church is sort of dug in. We've kind of developed bunkers, we've developed a bunker mentality and the goal is to remain pure from the world, disconnected, you might say. But in our church communities or in our religious settings, we maintain the purity that God calls us to. So there's something that's really right about fortification, but there's also something that's really wrong about fortification, and that is the disconnectedness that it's led us to sort of engage in. So it's really hard to love your neighbor as yourself if you're disconnected from your neighbor and you don't really have any real relationship with your neighbor. A second sort of challenge that we've had is this domination mentality, and basically what that means is that we remember the sort of privileged place the Christian faith has had in North American culture for say the last two, three hundred, or maybe even more years, and we sort of rest on that. And that is a problem because It makes us lazy and it gives us an expectation that we are going to be served by the world as opposed to us serving the world and sort of being the light to the nations that we've been called to be. There's another real problem that we have when we sort of think in domination terms and that is we resent the place, not being in the place that we once were sort of culturally speaking. And that we see in sort of the school and prayer, the prayer and school discussion. We see that in the way in which um, a lot of folks respond to the, the secularization of the culture. And we, we develop resentment. And it's, that's the opposite of loving our neighbor and doing the good that we've been called to do to the neighbor. Last strategy that is sort of a a common problem for us at this moment in time as Christians, as evangelical Christians, is um, accommodation. And frankly, what that means is a lot of people are becoming like the world in an effort to sort of be in in the world. This series, For the Life of the World, takes those three common responses and says, what is our salvation actually for? And one of the answers to that question is it is to be a light to the nations, to serve our neighbor, and to be a sort of agent of transformation for the common good. So it's not just about ourselves, it's not just about our local church community, it's about enacting, being sort of in the liturgy of life, having God's purposes for the world as a sort of top shelf, first line of concern in our lives and in our ministries, whatever those may be. And so in the series, we talk about seven basic areas. We talk about the context of exile. We talk about the context of the economy. We call them economies. We we talk about the economy of the family. We talk about the economy of creative service. We talk about the economy of order or governing institutions and authority structures that sort of norm our institutional life. We talk about the economy of wisdom and what we mean by that is education. What does this understanding of being salt and light and a light to the nations actually mean in education and in all of these areas? What about the economy of beauty and wonder and the role of art in shaping the imagination and in and in becoming more attuned to God's purposes in creating things beautiful and good and having that orientation toward a larger end. That's a huge concern that's been neglected in evangelical circles. And finally, what about the church? What does all of this mean for how we do church, how we think about church, for, uh, The consummation that's coming, the brokenness that we live in right now, how do we deal with these tensions? This series really is all about trying to figure out what it means to be in the world but not of the world. And As a result, we think there's a couple of key ideas that have been neglected. One of those is the idea of God's oikonomia, God's divine economy of all things and how that there's a big picture perspective that we've been missing and it's a compelling vision. It's a really a missional vision that propels us outward and upward. And it sort of provides that, that purpose to our lives and to all of the work that we've been called to. Um, that's one big idea. Another big idea is the fact that we're in exile, that this place that we've always known, maybe it's our local community, maybe it's the United States, maybe it's the Western world, that it's actually not the home we have always thought of it as, and that we're beginning to feel increasingly estranged from. What do we do with this? What do we do with the anxiety that we have as believers that sort of, wells up in us when we know we feel like strangers in a strange land and when we don't feel at home like we once did. I think there's productive things that can happen with that and there are unproductive things that can happen with that. Some that are missionally sort of propelling and some that are missionally retarding and that's partly what this series is an attempt to address. How do we harness the energy that comes from this anxiety and yet at the same time stay focused on the big picture. A lot more could be said about the series, but in the end, what we're trying to do is start a conversation. We're trying to rekindle the Christian imagination about God's big picture purposes in the world. And we hope that you will find a place in this discussion And that in your local churches and in your families and in your communities that you will find a place to engage the parish that you're in, which is your local community, in ways that are productive, fulfilling, and on mission for God's purpose in the world.